Tonight, we're going to a dangerous area of an Amazon account so we can understand the relationship between humans and PPC campaigns. Crikey! Take a look at this. We're face to face with a hard-hitting predator. And oh boy, this keyword means business. Its toxic venom can lead to hundreds of clicks without conversion. One bite, and it can leave you paralyzed with high ACAS for weeks. Now, these predators won't be mocking with us. We've got the biggest predator on our side, the Ad Badger. Oi, easy boy. And we're here to help you tame these beasts in the jungles of Amazon PPC. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven, and you're listening to the PPC Den Podcast, the world's first Amazon advertising podcast, and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to grow your Amazon ads. And you can join thousands of listeners and get bonus content at adbadger.com slash podcasts. What is going on, everybody out there in Badger Nation? This is a very special episode, as they all are, to be honest. This is a very special episode because if you've been listening to the show for a while, uh, we have only had about five guests on our show, 90 episodes deep. We're at, this is episode 91. So 91 episodes deep. We've only had about five guests. My guest today, I'm very excited about, John Tilly from Zonguru. John, how are you doing today? What's up, man? I didn't know that, so I, I feel pretty, uh, pretty privileged right now. The pressure's on. I've got to deliver. This is a big deal, right? I'm happy to, <laughs> to deliver this pressure as we're starting in the <laughs> intro, so here we go. Um, John and I, this is actually pretty, pretty wild. You know, I think all of us generally miss traveling around, going to conferences, meeting new people. We met at a virtual conference for a professional group that we're both involved with, and I like saw your name in the list of attendees. I was like, oh, wow, Zonguru, they're an Amazon tool. We're an Amazon tool. Let's get to know each other. And since then, I've discovered that we've got quite a few things in common. One, if you're watching this on YouTube, we both have guitars to our left. <laughs> Two, we got our hats made. He's got the beautiful Zonguru logo on his hat and my hat, my Ad Badger hat. We got made at the same place. We have the same podcast microphone. We have the same beauty light making us look nice. And we are both CEOs of Amazon Tools. How does all this make you feel, John? Should we get to know each other a little bit better? Dude, it just sounds like a bro bromance <laughs> happening right now. Yeah. Yes. Well, one difference is that, that, you know, I had to like dust that guitar off and, and pull it out. I'm sure you play yours a lot more than mine, but hey, whatever. I, I saw yours there and I thought I had to, had to throw mine in. Yes, it's great. Um, so I've had such a great time getting to know John. He's got a wealth of information that I know will be complimentary to the uh, PPC Den podcasts that we've been doing. You know, my specialty has been in the world of that campaign manager tab inside Amazon. That's where I spend 99% of my time. So to bring in an Amazon SEO expert to come in, talk to us, to complement all of the good PPC work that we're doing here, uh, I couldn't be more excited. Um, so John, I'd love for you too, just to introduce people. So, you know, instead of saving the introduction at the end, like tell us a little bit more about your background and a little intro to Zonguru too. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, you know, so, so Zonguru, Zonguru is a... Um, all-in-one software tool set for 
private label Amazon sellers. So we specifically cater for those sellers who are creating brands and, and, and selling them on Amazon. You know, we, we hope to help you through uh, data visualization and automation at various at the various stages of your business journey. So if you're in the, 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 the kind of product research phase, we have specific tools um, that will help you, you know, find ideas and validate whether they're worth selling on Amazon. And then if you're moving into that kind of launch and, and, and listing phase, uh, to your point of, the, of that SEO um, kind of keyword research and listing optimization. We have a very strong tool set in, in that area. And then it goes all the way through to, you know, business management, customer connection, you know, kind of the gamut over there. And, and, and you know, one place that we don't really play is, is in the, the paid search area, but we definitely focus on the keyword side, which I think is an interesting kind of mutual, um, you know, connection there. So um, that's on Guru. We, we've been around since uh, 2015, late 2015 is, is when we launched uh, uh, the software out here um, in Los Angeles, where I'm based. And uh, yeah, you know, I was, I was a, a, a kind of a, an ad exec in the strategy side, had a great career in advertising for many years, which I loved. Uh, and still have that space. Um, so I'm very f- kind of familiar with with paid media and strategies and, and that whole kind of side of it, even outside of Amazon. But yeah, I always wanted to make the jump and, and made the jump, started my own Amazon business, which uh, is still running today and and, and did well for me, um, you know, over the years. And uh, that gave me the op- opportunity to jump. And then we started as uh, Guru, myself and, and uh, business partner, Adam Hudson, who heads up an education business called Reliable Education. So that was ultimately how we, we kind of came into the service side of Amazon was, you know, how could we, one, uh, help to create the right kind of education platform for, for people who are creating proper businesses on Amazon. And I think that's an important uh, differentiator. Um, and then how could we support them? So that was our kind of entry to market. And we've grown obviously beyond um, just that education platform and, and helping those customers. But um, yeah, we're, we're a, a global team, which is, which is fascinating and, and interesting to, to work on um, as, as a SaaS owner. Um, and uh, uh, we have global customers and, and we, we, we service Amazon.com, uh, Europe and um, uh, Australia at the moment and, and a little bit of India as well. So um, those are our markets. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're, just, uh, we're just jamming, man. We, our, our goal is to obviously help sellers as much as possible because we're, we're passionate about that space. And I think it's an amazing opportunity for all of us to, to scale you know, uh, wealth through, through creating brands uh, on Amazon and beyond. I love it. Uh, so that is awesome to hear. Um, I super recommend all of your content. Um, so with all that said, you were mentioning uh, an SEO case study that you guys are working on. And I thought that the learnings that our audience uh, could glean from that, I think are really fantastic. So I want to jump into that sort of the nuts and bolts of that. So I want to cover some topics about, you know, what are the nuts and bolts of Amazon SEO? Like really, how does it generally work? And then what I think is really interesting too is imagine if you were to approach an under-optimized page, uh, a product page, an under-optimized page, how would we attack that? How would we think about it? I'd love to hear your thought process and some of your systems around approaching a page that is under-optimized. And with that, let's jump in. In a nutshell, uh, 
you know, how does Amazon SEO work? So if, if someone's launched their product, they're selling, you know, they've, they're gaining some traction, they're out and about, um, you know, they've launched their PPC campaigns. And like, now they're thinking like, what should I be doing for my Amazon SEO? You know, what are the ranking factors here? You know, the ATN al- algorithm is, is, is ultimately Amazon's algorithm with, with how they would rank you for your categories within Amazon. But, um, you know, that, that at the end of the day is not as important as understanding how you would rank for keywords, because that's ultimately how people are going to find you, right? It's, it's when they type in a keyword, do you appear um, for that? And, th- and that's based on uh, your, your kind of own listing and keyword optimization. And then obviously other factors around what kind of juice they want to give you and, and where they want to rank you and, and, and create visibility for you for, for those various keywords. And, you know, simplistically, I think Amazon wants to make money off of you. Right, so if they can identify you as, as someone who's going to make them money, they're going to they're going to give you um, better ranking and better visibility, not only through organic but also some of their remarketing tactics and, and everything else that they do on, on their end. The kind of reverse engineering that we have to do as as sellers is understanding how to approach your category or your or your your niche and ensure that you can kind of raise your hand to the the 18 algorithm and say hey you know i'm here and i'm actually doing pretty well so give me some more traffic and and rank me in a better way and and the good and bad side of amazon right now is it's a much more sophisticated complicated competitive marketplace um and you know you not only have individual sellers third-party sellers who who make up a big um you know, part of Amazon, but you have big brands coming in. They have a lot of PPC budgets. You kind of see this stuff happening, um, you know, all day in Amazon. And so we have to be as, as individual sellers, we kind of have to be a little smarter about how we approach our launch tactics to, to, to organically rank and, and, you know, the ongoing, um, optimization of our listings and and you know the 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 factors to kind of get back to your point, I think the factors that, that are important is what, what are the actual keywords that I'm, targeting and optimizing for and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the highest volume highest um you know highest volume keywords you know you're looking for some of those longer tail more descriptive keywords that are less competitive so what are what are the keywords that i put in my in my listing where they are placed in my listing are they exact or phrase matched um, these are these are important factors and then obviously your conversion rate which which uh, is obviously based on your listing copy how that's written your images your benefit overlays, um, whether you're, um, you know, brand registered or not, you know, your review rates, how many reviews you're getting. Um, these are all factored, you know, your, your overall um, account performance metrics, how often you stay in stock, are you running out of stock? These are all things over time that, that are important factors for, for Amazon. And so, you know, I, I think that the key point on a lot of those in terms of your performance ranking is, is over time, what happens to a lot of, of brands, and, and we see this often, is you have a great start and you're like, I'm making a lot of sales and this is amazing, but you, you, you get a few things wrong in your mismanagement of your accounts because either you, you take your, your foot off the gas or, or your attention somewhere else, or you just, you know, you're not as attuned to what, what you should be looking out for. Uh, and you get a few things wrong, and then all of a sudden, the you know the Amazon's algorithm is like, yeah, you 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 know you've lost a little bit of favor favor with us, and you lose it over time, and incrementally you'll see a reduction in your sales, and you drop down to 4.1 stars on ratings or whatever those metrics are. Your conversion rate drops, and you kind of fall out of favor, and they favor someone else. So, 
there's there's an aspect of of seo and optimization which is a constant check and improvement and making sure that you're you're doing the right things and then there's a whole business management side of it around reviews and 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 um uh, you know inventory and, and all those kind of things that you that you need to watch to make sure that you've completely optimized for for amazon um, but those are the major factors here so it almost seems like there's one umbrella uh or almost like two two main areas and they both apply to like brand strength like how much what does amazon think of you i imagine that it has something to do with like you know, do you get lots of refunds? Are you getting good reviews or bad reviews? How do you convert for a same keyword, you versus a competitor? Uh, the competitors are in a similar bucket. Like all these types of factors are going to contribute to, you know, are you building a really great, strong, trustworthy brand? So like those factors. And then the other factor is the actual technical optimization of like what keywords you're picking and where are you putting those? It, it, does that sound, you know, pretty like a good way to think about that? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's interesting, you know, going into this 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 kind of case study that we we're busy with, um, and just a reflection on on the what we're seeing. You know, I always put so much importance on the on the brand and and the 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 product and how it connects with your customers and you know that whole aspect of it, which is absolutely critical and important. But I think. Nowadays, especially if, if you're truly kind of creating a, a private label brand, everyone's pretty clear that those are important factors and you, and you get it right. How does your box look, your brand, you know, the quality of your images, your pictures, your, your, your visual aspect of it. So, you know, how do you stand out in a way from, from your competitors? These are critical pieces. But the more I've gone through this case study now, the, the, the more I've realized that the data aspect of it and the optimization part of it is absolutely nuanced and and uh you know the, we'll get into the case in a second but uh you know we started with what i thought was a well-optimized listing but as we unpacked it and went through it and changes we made we actually you know i realized it's more that i realized that a lot of those things were approached in 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 a in a way that it was like 80 percent there not 100 percent. and when you when you move it to 100 percent mark it makes a massive difference on your actual business. So um, that data aspect of, of SEO optimization and PPC is, is, is a massive impact on your business for sure. And you can, you can have an amazing product, but if you haven't optimized it in the right way, you're missing out on traffic and you're missing out on sales. And it's, you, you, can, you can literally kill a, pro- a product that might've done well if you just did it in the right way. That's really interesting. Uh, so in a way, are, are, are you saying that almost like those brand strength factors uh, of like returns, refunds, star rating, so on and so forth. Those, I, I don't want to say are pass fail, like you either have a great brand or you don't, but you know, maybe there's like three buckets, like three tiers of having that almost in the sense of like the technical side of it is actually, can actually help it in a bigger way than, you know, like let's say your brand strength, all of those factors are like a nine out of 10. And then your technical optimization is a nine out of 10. There's like almost more of a benefit in dialing in your technical side, getting that really, really attuned. I guess what I'm trying to understand is, you know, as an Amazon marketer and Amazon seller, how should they be thinking about each of these like two engines that are going on? Like, you know, where should we be spending most of our time thinking about and, and worrying about it. Yeah, I, I mean, 
all are important, but I think you have to also think about what can I control, right? Mm. And and the optimization of your listing is absolutely something you can control, right? right? And and mm-hmm. if you are if you totally understand the right way of approaching it, you know you can maximize your ability to be seen and and to be recognized by the the, the potential traffic that's out there. So that's totally in your control. The other aspects. Yeah, you you know, they're slightly softer, right? So it's like, right. you know, reviews. Okay, great. I can have some strategies to help me get reviews and connect with my customers. And, and, and but, you know, what is that review going to be, good or bad? That's that's not necessarily something I can control. I can put my best foot forward, but it's not completely in my control. Uh, my, my brand or my images, have I got it right where my customers recognize my differentiating, differentiating factors um, or, or that they can, it's communicated through my visual and my copy. Yeah, that's not necessarily something that I'm always going to get 100% right. But the optimization, if you understand how to do it, you can, you can nail it. Right. It almost seems like those brand, those brand strength metrics are almost like table stakes. Like you need a great product that people love. Boom. End of story. And then let's get into the technical side of it. Um, you know, you mentioned that when you took this deep dive on doing SEO for a particular product, you approach it and it looked technically sound to you. Uh, I'm curious about that. So when you looked at it, I mean, we all see, you know, what I consider like good listings, bad listings, like bad listings, low star ratings, you know, doesn't have a lot of of the rich content that Amazon product detail pages can have. So describe the state of like when you first approach this product. Yeah. So to give you a little bit of backstory on on this this case study we're currently working on, so we we, we haven't completed it yet because we're still going through through the steps. It's relatively new, but the backstory here is is our CTO um, uh, and lead developer Stefan. He's got his own Amazon business, but you know I'm not a developer myself. But what I love about de- developers is their their true understanding of data and and how it works. And and I just recognized with his business how he how well he's done with Amazon. And, and some of our other developers, because we, we, we have uh, part of kind of our, our business is to incentivize our team members to have their own Amazon business. And one thing I find is developers do incredibly well with, with Amazon business because they have that creative aspect, but the data aspect. And um, I just noticed that, that his business was doing well, but also in our kind of metrics, we could see how he performed on his PPC campaigns versus, you know, the general customer database that we have and he's always in the top couple of percent you know so he absolutely has that dialed in and i was curious around like okay well what you know just in our conversations like what is he doing and and why is he doing so well with it and we talk a lot about launch and launch tactics and going off of amazon and and doing facebook ads and all that kind of stuff and his his kind of feedback on that was like if you do ppc right and you do your optimization right you should be able to absolutely launch and crush it on Amazon just with those two things. You don't have to go anywhere else. Right. So I was like, okay, well, let's, let's kind of see that. Let's take a, and so we, 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 I have a connections. You've got a, a, a great brand a product on Amazon. And it's just not doing well. And part of that is, is, is maybe not getting it right over the launch process and not favoring well with the, with the, with the uh, Amazon algorithm. And, and my hunch was that, well, you, it's kind of screwed the pooch, right? You, you got it wrong and to get favor back with, with Amazon is, is not really achievable. Within Amazon, you have to get outside traffic and a whole bunch of stuff and maybe get there. And he said, no, I, he thinks he can do it just, just by re-looking at it. So we went through um, or, and we're in the process of doing um, this case study where, where we've taken 
a listing which is effectively in the doldrums is what mm -hmm. i'm calling it and how do we how we manage to turn turn that around and and going through his process the caveat there is like i saw it as as, as a well optimized listing but stefan who's who's much more data driven than me picked out those nuances and it's that difference between the 80 percent and the 100 percent or the 90 and the 100 percent that made a massive difference in 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 the in the execution and, and the success of that that uh, product inside of Tipia, we're still in the process of finishing up the case study and, and it's just funny people love this but like the freaking amazon like so we're, we're, we're going to film one of the kind of closing episodes today to kind of show the success and uh last week we uh the the the, the guys whose account who it is got got shut down you got deactivated <laughs> for some random reason we're still trying to figure out i wow. think it might have to do with, with multiple accounts or something like that but um you know so it's going to be part of the case study but we're like okay we have to get these things reactivated and probably kind of get back all of the the, the ranking that we that we just worked on mm -hmm. this is a typical amazon story but yeah that you know that's that's um the technical side of it so that's the background um so what we want to dive into uh kind of the, the optimization process and and how we approach it yeah so you know when it was in the doldrums i, I assume that you mean like underperforming sales um was it also like actually organically ranking poorly too so like for keywords that this product obviously should be ranking for it was like nowhere to be found so it was underperforming from a business sense of low revenue generation as well as a organic ranking seo perspective too yeah but both so in my view when i'm looking at the listing i was like oh well you know they had the right kind of keywords there they were in the risk listing in the right place but the the important link is one that architecture of how it was optimized wasn't correct and we can unpack that a little bit but the link between that and ppc wasn't done in the right way and so the ppc wasn't kind of aligning with the seo optimization and therefore you know creating that kind of like multiplying effect across both um so to to unpack the the listing aspect of it you know we we have a, a tool called keywords on fire um which is a, a keyword uh, and, and a listing optimization tool. So the keyword, it's a keyword generator. So, you know, what, what, what this tool does is it actually will reverse look up your top 25 competitors or any specific um, products that you want to include in the analysis. And by reverse lookup, what we mean is whatever keywords they rank for in the, in the kind of ecosphere of, of Amazon, um, we can figure out what those keywords are and dedupe them and come up with a list and say, okay, great. Across the top 25 performing competitors, here's the list of the keywords they rank for. And then we dedupe that again with a keyword generation tool, which is actually based on actual searches that customers do on Amazon, which we get through APIs. And this, you guys are probably familiar with brand analytics and, and a bunch of stuff there that we can do it. And we dedupe that against um, that list. So we're getting the best of all the, all the keywords that customers are searching on Amazon and um, this kind of reverse lookup. And, you know, what's interesting when you look at these and then we add a bunch of relevancy views over that because, you know, just having thousands of keywords is no point. So we want to come up with a really solid list of keywords where we're like, okay, this, this is relevant for your product, number one. Um, and then we, we can determine based on the keywords which ones are more important than other ones. And, and a lot of the factors we look at is, you know, search volume, how many people are searching, but most importantly, what kind of cash is generated by those keywords. And then third importantly is how competitive are those keywords? Are those 
keywords that you're trying to particularly target are they are they really um, competitive uh, and and all the top competitors are only or are there some keywords in there maybe some of the longer tail more descriptive ones that other competitors have have missed and there's an opportunity for us to own those and so it's a balance of of optimizing your listing based on where you the, the main keywords you want to target which is not necessarily the highest volume but it's ones where you could potentially see opportunity around your competitors aren't optimized for because if you can convert on those Amazon's going to say, hey, these guys are converting well on these keywords because they're less competitive, et cetera, et cetera. And then you'll, it's kind of the halo effect. You'll start to rank for some of those more competitive terms as well. So you've got to balance where you put them in your listing and what you target. Um, so that in a nutshell is, is part of the analysis we do. And then when you optimize your listing, it's understanding that some of your, your, your main keywords that you're targeting, the further up in your listing it is in terms of your title followed by your, your um, your bullets followed by your description followed by your backend keywords, how you put those into your listing. If you convert on those keywords, you get more juice if it's higher up in your listing. So that's kind of the, the, the framework of how you actually create your listing, um, if that makes sense. So that's really good. I have some, you know, to confirm my own understanding almost, I'm a huge fan of like visual metaphors. Uh, so it almost seemed like, you know, if I'm, if I have a product that's under-optimized both in sales and SEO value. There's going to be a challenge of sort of scaling this mountain where I'm not going to be able to scale and go after the highest volume keyword right off the bat because of so many other reasons. Those, I, I always use the term like inertia on Amazon. Like if you have good inertia, if you're moving naturally in a direction, Amazon generally will want to keep you moving in that direction. So if you have a way under-optimized page, you know, you, you haven't been doing well PVC or organically, it's going to be, it's going to take more energy, like starting a lawnmower to get it going in the right direction again, as opposed to if you're already just doing gangbusters to, you know, you're already, you already have such a great velocity moving in the right direction. It's going to be easy for you to capitalize on that and go even faster. So when you're starting with an under-optimized listing and you are viewing this, you know, ranking for all the best terms to be the top of the mountain it's almost like you need to gain some footholds in that mountain first and i think the way that you were describing it is that going after less competitive lower volume and i mean when we say lower volume you know if you're really optimizing a listing it probably means you're not even getting the low volume keywords so more volume than you're currently getting maybe not the most volume so you're looking at those less competitive potentially lower volume keywords, using ranking for those, optimizing for those, using those as footholds, and then eventually working your way, scaling up this mountain. Because once you establish those less competitive footholds, that's going to start that inertia towards, hey, you're ranking you're, for some things now. You're getting sales for some keywords. Now you can rank for even more keywords, and then even more, and so on and so forth. Would you say generally that's a good way to think about Amazon SEO? Like you want to start with a place potentially where your top competitor forgot about, like they're not paying attention to this keyword. Um, and then you use that as a foothold and work your way up. Yes. I, th I think, I think that's the right approach, but the nuance on that is that you still want to make sure that your listing is optimized for those high volume keywords, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you've got to have them in your listing, but it's more of where they're on your listing. How do you phrase match for those? And importantly, when you're, it's kind of going to the PPC thing, but you know, 
being creative around maybe some of those keywords that you could go after where they are less competitive and 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 if you can at least showcase for those and test them out you might find that you get a great conversion rate and you know that that's a winner and you can keep it in your main campaign right so it's, it's kind of that balance between at a simple view it's like knowing all the keywords that are out there making sure that i can absolutely have the potential to rank for all of those keywords you know high volume competitive less competitive but just like understanding what is the what is the true kind of universe of keywords that i can get into my listing and then understanding from there what are the ones that i want to prioritize that i think i could get a foothold on that is less competitive and then using um the position in your in your in your listing as one kind of thing but then your ppc campaigns is another way of saying hey you know i'm deliberately going after some of these keywords because i think i can i can win on these because they're very relevant for my product and they're less competitive so let's go after those um and to your point you know at the end of the day even those lower volume keywords like that's a million dollar business just in itself you know, mm -hmm. if you can own them you know. right so over the last few minutes we've got a lot of like ideas I want to tie them all together. So we've got reverse ASIN lookup, like your competitors are ranking for these terms. They should be worth looking at. Then you've also got data from, you know, keyword searches and brand analytics. Um, we, we've done a four part series on the show about brand analytics, about where this data comes from. Uh, I imagine search volume traffic as well. Uh, that's source number three. And then of, uh, was there a fourth source of sort of keyword generation before all these keyword sources get tied together? Um, Reverse ASIN, brand analytics, search volume. Uh, I think there's dollars from keywords, which we-, we, we Dollars from keywords. It's not really available, but yeah, we, we mm -hmm. figured that out, yeah. So we have all these factors. The keywords get ranked in some degree. Um, you know, the word competition has come up quite a bit. Could you talk to me a little bit more about like, what are the quantitative things and maybe qualitative things that actually separate a high competitive keyword to a low competition keyword? Yeah. Like, what I do think, we mean um, when we say comp competition on Amazon, like competition on a keyword on Amazon? So I, I think number one is, is um, looking at, at reviews. Uh, on average reviews for 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 that keyword and and page one listings right mm. what's the average reviews do they have 100 or 200 or 5000 right because obviously that's a good gauge of of seasoned listings and and we know that more seasoned listings on amazon are much more ingrained and 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 it's very hard to to kind of take on mm -hmm. um so that's one and then the the, the second piece is pretty simple it's it's um well there's a, there's a couple of things one is 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 listing score so we have a, a a way of factoring in like across all of the main products that are ranking for that keyword and we usually look at the top 25 or the page one what is the average listing score and we factor that listing score based on are they optimized for the top keywords do they use all of the images mm. you know are they have they got a good review average rating uh, a few other factors that, that you know are there are they ebc ebc are they uh, brand uh, enhanced brand content um these are all things that factor into the competitiveness of the subsets of of uh, listings so we we have a score that that you know we, we rate that on so those are all factor into to competition um but the main one that we that i that i look like to look at is is per keyword we have uh, a, a kind of a view on our on our tool that will show the top 25 uh, competitors that were used in that analysis 
and then exactly where they rank position one to 250 for each of those keywords. And then we kind of color code that like red, green, orange or whatever. So mm -hmm. you can very easily visually see, okay, all of these keywords, if I'm looking across the, the top 25 competitors, where do I see more green than red? And if it's more green, I'm like, okay, now let me look at the search volume. Wait, there's still some really good search volume there, but it's all green. So they obviously aren't really optimized for this. That's a keyword I can target. It's relevant for my listing, et cetera. So that's kind of uh, one of the ways that's, that we approach visually looking at competition and how to, how to optimize for it. So that's really cool. So discerning these keywords and, and deciphering amongst the data, which ones to go after. So we've got it. And sort of the, ideally we find something that's low competition, high opportunity. Um, and I'm sure like that varies. You're going to have medium competition, mm -hmm. medium opportunity, high competition, high opportunity all across the gamut. So once we have that keyword, where do we start inserting that into our actual product page? And again, you also mentioned some table stakes too, like good reviews, EBC, all of those things. Those sound like table stakes. Like you just have to have those dialed in. Um, so then we're getting to like the technical side of it, which is like, where do we actually put this? You know, let's say we had, and, and you know, from that analysis, how many keywords do people generally walk away with? And then where do those keywords get placed into their system like where are they actually putting these things yeah um so that that keyword list you know honestly it's 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 a it's a hundred or or under or or a little bit over you know you, you're not looking at the thousands or even over the 200s because you know there's a very specific relevant set that you want to go after and in terms of where you you place in your listing we how you know how we do it anyway it, on our side is, is we use a, our tool, which is a listing optimizer tool. So once you've kind of found that subset of keywords and you, you can obviously save them and split them out and be like, hey, here's my short tail, long tail, competitive, less competitive, however you want to save those. But you can then import them into the listing optimization tool, which will create you that subset of, of keywords. And then you can pull in your listing as well as your, I think it's your top five competitor listings. So you can kind of like stack them up next to each other and we'll give like an optimization score on each of those listings. So you can be like, oh, well, competitor three is the most optimized for that subset of keywords you've got, they're the most optimized. So you can kind of like look into them, like how are they doing that? Can I steal something from theirs? You know, so there's a way that you can kind of beg, borrow and steal from other listings or, or at least analyze that and, and, and develop it into your own. And, and the idea then is to, create your listing where you, you, you increase your optimization score, which, which we factor based on which keywords you picked out, put into your listing and are they exact or phrase matched and, are, and where are they in the listing? Are they in, in their priority title, bullets, description, backend? Um, and then you can kind of start to try and get your optimization score as high as it can be so that you know that you fully optimize one for your subset of keywords that you're targeting, but also in terms of where you've placed them in your listing. And, you know, the, the, the big aha moment for me in, in that kind of case study that I was doing with Stefan, I think it's episode two, but, you know, we looked at the listing and he said, okay, like here's the optimization score based on this listing. And I think it was like, you know, I think it had a score of like 5,000 out of like a, a possible 9,000 score. Mm -hmm. And we kind of give you this metric, which is like, you are in the, in the top percentile of the, the main competitors on page one for this listing. So we'll say in the top 15%, whatever, something like that. Right. And then just, just through his 
good understanding of exact and phrase matched and, and looking at the, the keywords and, and kind of moving things around in the title instead of us, because when you, this is a little bit more in depth, but when you look at the, the, the keywords, we will tell you whether they are exact or phrase matched in your title bullets or, or things. So we kind of put a number in against it. So you can see each keyword and be like, oh, these are in your title. It has a T next to it. So these, these match phrase and exact in your title, right? Um, and I think at the time it was like, we had like maybe 10 or 11 exact phrase matches that match in the title. And after manipulating the listing, the, the title a bit, we then match for 50. Mm. So, you know, just, and you don't have more cute, and actually we use less um, characters in the, in the title. So understanding um, how to creatively come up with your title so that it has its best opportunity to exact and phrase match for the keywords that you want to target is really critical because, you know, that's where you, you're going to get the most um, benefit from, from conversion. So that was, was a big moment for me where I was like, oh, it's not just about like, great, we have these keywords, let's come up with a title and make it descriptive and everything. It's like, how can I make sure that these exact and phrase match against the most keywords that I want to target, which is, which is critical. Okay. Yeah. You kind of answered my next question in that explanation, uh, because I was going to ask, you know, so many people hear that, you know, they get a list of, of keywords of good keywords that have been sort of filtered for opportunity, all those good things. Then the question becomes like the listing score. I, you know, it's almost like I don't do much Amazon SEO, um, but it, you know, with Google SEO, you punch in one URL and you say, what am I, how am I optimized for this one keyword? Um, but on Amazon, we need to flip that idea and sort of say, you have only so many characters in your title descriptions, so on and so forth. You need to think about your optimization score, like how you're being optimized for each one of your target terms. So you're going to score, you know, the most SEO value if you put it at the beginning of your title. In can you talk more about sort of the priority, the prioritization of, of sort of where those things go and sort of how someone improves their SEO for this, like a swath, because you mentioned like a hundred keywords, you know, a hundred keywords, you know, you'll have your most important spots and then like the bottom 50 will just generally be somewhere. Um, talk to me about where those keywords end up going. Like obviously the beginning of the title and the rest of the title, that's a big one. Uh, mm. Bullet points, so on and so forth. Um, I just want to be sure I hit that point because I think that's a really interesting one. Like how do you optimize a listing for dozens potentially keywords yeah so I, th I think you know the, the the theory to understand there is when someone converts and buys your product depending on what keyword they typed into amazon to find your product and whether they clicked on a paid ad or organically the theory is if that keyword appears high up in your listing in your title as an exact followed by a phrase followed by broad, if, if it converts and it's in your title, you're going to get more algorithmic juice because it wasn't your title versus your description and bullets. That's the, the, the theory that, that we follow, right? Right. Um, Amazon doesn't explicitly tell us these things. Right. Exactly. But, but that's what we, we, we kind of understand. So if, if you take that thinking, the more your title has the targeted keywords that you're going after and the more of them that you can exact or phrase match for, the, the more chance you have of getting more juice for your algorithm when people convert on those keywords. So um, that's not to say you should keyword stuff your your, your title. Uh, 
by no means do that. And, and actually in our exercise, we didn't. We, we, we kind of were very specific about it. Um, and, and the rest of your listing shouldn't be either. But I think if you're going for that 100 or 200, you can write your listing in the, in the right way. You can repeat keywords if, if you need to. You don't have to. Um, but that's obviously more for flow of, of hard reads. Um, and then do your descript your bullets and then your description and then anything that you have left over that you want to uh, optimize for that you haven't got in there, put them into your, into your backing keywords. That's also a note there is that uh, our listing optimization score, we have a way of putting in the backing keywords of, of any competitor, which you don't get to see. So at least here you get to see them. You can see what people put in their backend keywords. It's pretty interesting to see. Um, those guys who put brand keywords or Spanish or whatever else they put in there, you know. Um, so, so that's that's how we look at it. Um, then, when you do your PPC campaigns, understanding okay, these are the keywords I'm targeting, and if I'm converting well for that keyword and it's higher up in my listing, there's a great alignment, right? Because now I'm like, you know, getting in front of customers through my paid paid ads for keywords that I'm targeting. I'm getting the click. I'm getting the conversion. And when that conversion happens, that keyword is higher up in my listing. So I'm getting the maximum juice for that. And, and that's how you're going to start to kind of rank for your targeted keywords. So in this example that you mentioned about the underperforming listing, you went in there and basically, like you mentioned that the title actually shrank in character count. So what were they doing? Like, what are some common mistakes that people are making? Like what got them underperforming in the first place so that people could avoid doing those things at all? I think on, on this specific um, listing, you know, it, it was kind of following this idea of um, including, you know, let's just say it's yoga mats, right? So yoga mats, uh, and then it's like for yoga, for men, for child, for women, for, you know, like kind of like trying to get everything from every single, um, you know, aspect into there. And, and, and I think that that was a common mistake. I think keeping your title, um, you know, relatively short, that kind of shows you as a professional business but also is strategically done so that you exact match for for uh, sorry phrase match for for um the majority of the keywords you're targeting is kind of a, a subtle exercise that you can do and and you know it was amazing to me to see by shortening it but by putting the keywords in the right way we still phrase match for so many so many more so i think i think that's one of the common mistakes is overstuffing the the title and then with this specifically i think it's one not exact or phrase matching for the right keywords so understanding which ones are the ones that you want to target um, and where they go in your listing and then the biggest driving factor on that was once you you kind of figured out strategically what keywords you want to go after and where you're placing your listing is is matching that up with your with your ppc campaigns and, and driving it from that way mm -hmm. and tell me how that happen tell me that process happens so once they've done all of these things um how do you like to like start with all of these seo factors and then transition over to the ppc side of it too yeah i think the first thing is is once we had done the listing optimization the the the, the score jumped into the top three percent of comparative listings right so so and i think it went from like i don't know if it was like $8 million in potential kind of revenue from all of the keywords, which is kind of how we rate it to like 12 or 13 or 14 million. So what, what that basically means is the universe of keywords that we were, we could collect from was much bigger, right. right? So I think that was a number one, like 
hey, we have the potential to get at all of these keywords. And then the second step is is just starting with with a with a manual campaign, mm-hmm. bringing in uh, the right targeted keywords. So uh, I think one of the interesting things about using this keyword tool is 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 uncovering potential opportunities that other competitors haven't uncovered and and converting for those right and and so you have that intelligence business intelligence from or data intelligence from what you've collected to say hey let's create a manual campaign around these and see if there's actually some volume and and, and ways of of you know converting on those so that was our process is is instead of necessarily doing the automatic campaign uh, we just focus straight on that manual mm-hmm. campaign put those in um, and then the other success factor which is uh, you know, outside of just the data that we pulled in is is the the, the PPC management on a weekly basis, you mm-hmm. know, and, and going in there and understanding how to optimize your keyword list to say, okay, these ones are, are getting the clicks, but not the conversions, cut them. These ones, are, you know, are converting, let's put some more behind them, let's, let's kind of manage the bids. And let's, for me, the learning was to do that consistently over time. And that's one of the biggest things that I think outside of your listing optimization and, and, and making sure that it's kind of like your house is in order, right? You've got your house in order. Now we can have the party, but making sure that you consistently approach getting those customers to get to your listing and, and, and optimizing uh, twice a week or however many times to, to uh, make sure that you're, you're targeting the right keywords. And that's a big mistake that sellers don't make because they don't really understand how to consistently over time effectively optimize their PPC campaigns to, to match their listing. And speaking of like the workflow over time, uh, I think my last question here is really just if they've done that work at one point, so whether they started it the right way or they didn't start the right way and they went in and improved it, what kind of consistent technical SEO work like that takes place and and how often um so like we talk about like ppc cadences like changing x every so often doing y every so often what does it look like from like a workflow aspect for the seo side the the keyword based seo side yeah i think i think they go hand in hand with with Mm. well with ppc in in the sense that you've optimized your listing right and you you've uh you've, you've kind of put in all your 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 potential keywords that you could rank for and then it's a matter of of managing and getting insights from your your search term reports and your ppc mm-hmm. right or, or your automatic campaigns or whatever it is and saying wow these are keywords that we're we're converting for that actually i don't have in my listing and then it's just a matter of adding those in addition to what you have um over time or reprioritizing some of the keywords that you have in your listing that you like actually these ones are getting a higher conversion rate so let me move them up in my listing when they were done. And, you know, that's something that you can do, you know, at, at maximum, I would say once a week, you know, once every every two weeks, you know, collect a bunch of those and then and then add them. Um, I wouldn't do that daily or, or anything right. like that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you had one, I, this is my last question. If you had one wish list for an additional data point from Amazon, what would that additional data point be? Uh, I think mine would be, conversion rates per keyword like inside <laughs> your account um so like i know with brand analytics you could see some conversion rates but i think it'd be awesome to see like conversion rates for every single keyword organically i think that'd be really yeah. fascinating uh, right yeah i mean absolutely uh, and uh, it's funny i was laughing because you 
you stole kind of what I would have said, which is it's actually even just conversion rate by by ASIN, right? Like yeah. if I can if I can even you know right now I think you you know it's even difficult to get at that, which is you know for each of my product ASINs or variations, what is my conversion rate? You know, mm-hmm. even if I could understand that, I could I could truly. Um, you know, by by ASIN, not only for my products, but for my competitors. Because if I could understand how I convert versus my competition, that immediately gives me a sense of if I'm doing better or not, you know. So I think conversion rates is, is something that would be uh, amazing. Um, that would be a great data point and, and um, maybe some more like, this is more of a function, but I think geo, geo-targeting location right. know, um, would, be, would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can go after the right customers. Yeah. John, I learned so much conceptually about SEO. I'm actually like super stoked. I, I want to like go do SEO right now um, because we talked about, you know, I think Amazon SEO sometimes gets talked about in such a theoretical way. You know, you see all these like crazy headlines sometimes. Um, but I think what we've broken down is like an actual process to follow. And I think those are my favorite kinds of digital marketing conversations to have of like, this is how it's actually done. Like we're going to do reverse ASIN lookups. We want to find out what our competition's ranking for. We want to look at those products and see how they're, uh, see how those products ranking for those keywords are optimized. We want to find the lower optimized keyword opportunity. Once we have that discernment on those keywords with search volume, then we can actually create an attack plan to go over, to go and attack these keywords. We'll prioritize these keywords. We'll put the most important ones in the be- in the beginning of our listings, uh, the less important ones further down. We'll use our PPC as a, as a feedback loop there. Like that is something that's like, a really nice chunk of gold right there. That's really cool to hear. Uh, I'm super happy that we had this conversation. You've got a lot of stuff going on. Where can people, you know, because this whole episode was sort of based off a case study that you were mentioning to me that you were doing. And I was like, I want that on my show. Let's talk about that. That is going to be high value. So where can people like go and get more info on Zon Guru? Yeah, thanks. It's, it's been a, a good conversation to have. And, and uh, that PPC case study is not out yet. So, you know, <laughs> uh, as soon as it is, you can, you can check it out. But I would go to zonguru.com and, and check out our blog. Um, you know, we, we, we try and focus our blog content around uh, specific pain points that we're um, kind of unpacking and solving for, for Amazon sellers. Um, there's one recently around, we call a halo effect, which, which really does do um, a kind of a deep dive on, on how to, um, create your listing optimization so they can check that out. But, um, you know, I would do that. Um, I'll, I'll give you a link as well. I think there's one uh, where you can really dive in and uh, kind of get our SOP on how to optimize a listing. Um, so we can we can kind of send you that. And uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, go on, check us out. And, uh, you know, if you have questions, hit our support up because, you know, they, they're all there to help. Uh, and then finally, you know, uh, some of our social channels are, are great, I think. Our Instagram channel is particularly interesting because it's just really a feed of good product ideas and differentiation. So if you, you're kind of in that space of wanting to understand how to differentiate your product um, it's, it's, and, and get some inspiration there, that's, that's a, a one to check out for sure. Lots of good stuff. John, I hope we continue the bromance that we've been having. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. And everyone else, I'll see you next time here on The Badger Den. Have a good one. Thanks, my man. 
Thanks so much for listening to the PPC Den podcast. Our goal of every episode is to give you guys actionable information so you can go right to your computer and start optimizing with the new skills you've learned. Be sure to subscribe because we'll be back next Wednesday with more great PPC skills for you. And you can always head over to adbadger.com slash podcast for all of our show notes and bonus content that we've made exclusively for our listeners. If you guys are finding these podcasts to be valuable for you and your business, you can help us continue making them by dropping us a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, Badger, are you ready to go back to camp and rest up for tomorrow? What a good boy.